May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. A divine experience, an experience of the divine, an experience of God, is called a theophany. Jesus' baptism was a, not only an epiphany, it was a theophany, and perhaps with the loud voice of God declaring how much he loved him, maybe a little bit of cacophony as well. We celebrate today the first Sunday after the Epiphany and also the baptism of our Lord. But the text that drew my attention in which I wanted to ground the message for today is the one from the prophet Isaiah. We hear the prophet Isaiah and the scholars say that this text, this paragraph from the prophet Isaiah is the only one where with these specific words, I love you, God tells us that God loves us. God shows us throughout scripture, God says in many ways that we are beloved and shows the depth of God's love and the nature of God as love and how we are to live into that love and treat each other with dignity and respect and grace and mercy. But only in this paragraph does God say, I love you with those particular words. God says, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. You are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. So if you take nothing away from this service today or the sermon today, just remember that God has loved us for a long, long, long time. God has seen us as precious, God honors humanity, and God loves us. We are claimed by God in creation and in our baptism. We are marked as Christ's own forever. Now, there may not be the magnificent or dramatic opening of the heavens with a dove coming down in bodily form, but we are called beloved in our baptism. And as I said, we are marked as Christ's own forever. St. Augustine said that the baptism was the door into the church, and St. Bernard said that it was a putting on of Christ, and um, Paul, of course, said that in our baptism we die with Christ into a new life. And Luther described baptism as in baptism a woman is delivered of child 
and her child is the kingdom of heaven, and that kingdom she delivers into his arms, who is truly baptized. What a beautiful image of baptism as being a child, a woman in childbirth, birthing the kingdom of heaven. Jesus' baptism was particularly dramatic. And then at the same time, it was Christ, the incarnate one, getting into the waters beside people looking for salvation, looking for purpose, looking for identity, looking for God's will. And so it is also an act of extreme humility and an act of love walking beside people not in the palaces, not in the pretty places, but in the river where they were looking for mercy. The voice of God in Jesus' baptism says, This is my beloved. And as the poet Sonia Sanchez wrote, This was no quiet voice. This is no quiet voice in the poem of the same title. She says, This is not a small voice you hear. This is a large voice coming coming out of the city, she contextualizes her poem. This is the voice of Latanya, of Kadisha, of Shaniqua. This is the voice of Antoine, of Daryl, of Shaquille, running over the waters, spilling out into the corners of our city. This is not a small love, you hear. This is a large love. Jesus' baptism and the voice of God and the love of the Holy Spirit that descended like a, a dove is not a small voice or a small love. It is a large voice propelling God incarnate and Jesus into his mission, into his mission that is mercy and justice and love, into the kingdom of heaven, into drawing people into a community of love and courage, of brave spaces and safe spaces where we can share and learn from each other across differences, across class, across race, across gender. God has loved us for a long, long time and in Jesus reminded us of the sacrificial love of a parent who will do anything to call their children to fullness. John is also in this story, but John in the Gospel of Luke, John the Baptist, is actually in prison. It's a unique piece of the Gospel of Luke, according to Luke. John the Baptist 
is in prison. He's in prison for speaking the truth and, and not backing down about it. He's in prison for calling attention to the errors of the ruling class, and he's in prison for his integrity. John the Baptist, before he went to prison, pointed out that Jesus, not he, was the Messiah. And he spoke of some divine experiences or theophanies. He spoke about separating the wheat from the chaff. And he spoke about unquenchable fire. So the second thing I want you to remember, if you don't remember anything from this sermon, is that there are very different experiences of God. One can be like John and the being chaff and the unquenchable fire, and the other is like Jesus or like the prophet receiving the love and of God. So you know which one is better, right? And that's when we are called to remember who and whose we are, to remember that we are precious and honored and loved by the God of the ages, that we are precious and honored and loved, each one of us. And we are called in our baptism not just to confess or profess our beliefs, but we also make promises of how we are to live out those beliefs. And at this, the Sunday of the baptism of our Lord, we are reminded that we promise to treat other people as precious, as honored, and as loved by God. We remember that we promise to seek and serve Christ and each other, to reject evil in all its forms, to respect the dignity of every human being, to gather together to learn and teach each other about how to serve God and how to be in community. Christ got into the waters of baptism with everyone else. In his baptism, he was propelled into his ministry of birthing the kingdom of God. And we are to recall our smaller part in that, in the here and now, in our particular time in history. We are to resist evil. We are to love. We are to serve. We are to honor and love and cherish each other and this world that God made. So the first book that I finished in 2022 is uh, 
the book, The Ministry of the Future. And it is a book that's a little mix of science and science fiction and social analysis and critique and solutions. And it's just a very engaging book. And at the very end, there's this beautiful passage about dignity and about looking life in the eyes, the life of, 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 of creatures and humans and about how the very basic act of treating each other with dignity is the only way to save the world. Jesus came to draw us to God's self. That when things look bad or when things look good, we are motivated by a desire for change or we are motivated by a desire to share the good with each other. And so remember that we all are precious to be honored and to be loved. Review those baptismal vows. We are called to become what we believe. Not just say that we believe something, but to live into it concretely, deeply, faithfully in our time. Amen.